Welcome to day 106 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in 1 Samuel chapter 25 to 27, with a focus on chapter 25, verses 32 to 37. And David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me. Blessed be your discretion, and blessed be you, who have kept me this day from blood guilt and from working salvation with my own hand. For as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has restrained me from hurting you, unless you had hurried and come to meet me, truly by morning there had not been left to Nabal so much as one male. Then David received from her what she had brought him, and he said to her, Go up in peace to your house. See, I have obeyed your voice, and I have granted your petition. And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he was holding a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, and he was very drunk. So she told him nothing at all until the morning light. In the morning, when the wine had gone out of Nabal, his wife told him these things, and his heart died within him, and he became as a stone. So, yesterday we were talking about uh, Psalm 141 and how David was talking about wickedness both from outward source and from inward and how he wanted God to both stop him uh, but also stop others who were going to do wickedness. And then today we're actually reading about both. See, David and his men had been protecting the property of Nabal for quite some time, keeping his sheep safe, stopping them from getting stolen. And the thing is, is when you've got a large group of men encroaching on and around your land, sometimes what you worry about is, oh, are they going to be taking from me? Are they going to be stealing sheep to eat? Uh, remember, David's a nomadic person at this time, and he's got a company of men, and they have needs of eating and sleeping and other things. And and what we see here is uh, when you're reading it, David essentially asked for Nabal to share in some of the great feasts that were going to be happening. Remember, Israel was instructed back in Leviticus to hold feasts to honor God. And and these were part of their heritage and, and a big deal. It was a part of their community. And, and there were laws, actually, to make sure that you brought in enough for everyone. In, in other words, you, you were your house was open to having people over. It was kind of East Coast where, you know, there's always room for another plate and, and maybe a little less gets passed around, but everyone gets some. Right. And, and in Hebrew culture, it, it's even more so. You make sure that, that everyone has enough to eat. So what David was asking was actually not a selfish thing. It was, hey, you know, I'm, I'm part of Israel. Let me take part in this celebration. And uh, Nibble's response was horrific. It was selfish. It was greedy. Uh, he had benefited from David's protection and in return uh, repaid him slanderous words, really. And so David gets quite miffed is I guess what we'll say, gets gets quite angry, and, and he decides he's going to go and wipe out this man in his household. He feels greatly insulted. He feels cheapened. He feels like uh, his right as an Israelite has been ignored. And the bull's wife, Abigail, hears about what transpired while she wasn't around, and she goes and she takes out cakes and pistachios and all sorts of things to meet David as David is marching with a large portion of his men. 200 of his men left behind to look at the bags, which should tell you about how many men actually went with him to go and wipe out this man's household. And she meets him and she bows down before him and 
essentially says, hey, I didn't know that this was happening. Had I, I would have stopped it. Here, take this. And shows grace and discernment. Now, remember, she's she's a, essentially a noble woman. She is this man's wife. So, And what she does is she bows down before a nomadic man who's not yet in his kingship. And she shows him respect and pays him homage and brings him enough food for his men to have a feast of their own. Not just cakes, which is what David asked for, but, but other things above and beyond that. And then reminds him that it's God who vindicates and tells him not to bring blood guilt upon his own hand. Because what the man did was wicked, but it wasn't justifiable by death. And David hears the words, hears the rebuke, the wise and delicately put rebuke from Abigail, but also sees her offering. So he sees the kindness coming from her heart, and then he hears her words of truth, which are, you know better than to do this, don't do this. And what do we see at the end of the story? One, he hears her request. He tells her, if it wasn't for you, I would have done something terribly wrong, so God bless you and go about your way. And then what do we hear is when Nabal, the husband, hears about what happened, he uh, his heart becomes a stone, and if I had read the next verse, you would have known that 10 days after he's paralyzed with fear, he just straight up dies. And God vindicates David without David having to get his hands soiled and, and bloodied. And this is this is exactly in parallel to what the psalm we were talking about yesterday was. Is when we pray to God and we ask God to keep us safe from wickedness ourselves, to be open to rebuke and correction, he'll do it. He'll do it if our heart is truly to be righteous and, and walk in his ways. And the other thing is, people and their own wickedness will come for them. See, he, Nabal, had become paralyzed with fear when he found out that he had invoked such a wrath and it stressed him out so much that his heart gave out. And and sometimes in our moments, we forget about how our words actually carry quite a bit of power. See, he was reckless with his words and it brought upon wrath. Abigail was wise with her words and it brought peace. David was both, but when he was dissuaded from doing what was wrong, he gave words of praise and walked away. And there's Honestly, the the hero of this story is Abigail. She is this is one of the you know fantastic stories of the Bible where we see this strong woman who comes and does something very heroic, um, very dangerous for her to go out with with some of her household and all these gifts in case David couldn't be dissuaded, in case his anger was too great. You know, she put herself technically in the warpath. So she had bravery, she had wisdom, she shows humility and discernment. And the contrast between her and her husband is, is almost frightening. It, it's one of those times where you go, how did someone so smart and wise marry someone so uh, unwise? So that, that's a polite word we'll use. So our words matter, and there's great power in how we deal with others. Are we going to stir up wrath in them? Are we going to grant them peace? Sometimes we can speak into situations we're not directly involved in, and we can either stir up a greater fire and fury, or we can bring peace and clarity, or at least a calmness, and we can help people make better decisions. Like Abigail, we have the ability to speak into situations, if we're invited to, and bring a clarity to subdue a wrath, and we need to make sure that we're doing that, because that's what God's called us to do. 
May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.